game time. Over to Derek Wills and Peter Lombardius with first period play-by-play. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Oh, Canada, we stand on guard. Back to the Peter Ball Radio Broadcast booth, sponsored by South Point Toyota. High above the ice, it's Scotiabank, San Alamo, Calgary. We're getting set for a Friday night fight between the Flames and the Arizona Coyotes. It is now time to introduce you to tonight's starting lineups. They are brought to you by Alpine Credits. We'll begin with the starters for Daryl Sutter's Flames and forward Elias Lindholm between Johnny Gaudreau and Tyler Toffoli on defense. Noah Hannafin paired up with Rasmus Anderson and in goal, it is Jacob Markstrom. And starting for Andre Tournier's Coyotes up front, Alex Galchenyuk between Clayton Keller and Nick Schmaltz. On the back end, Shane Gostasbeer paired up with Dyson Mayo and in net, it is Carol Pomalka. Tonight's starting lineups brought to you by Alpine Credits. On your home, Alpine Credits can get your loan approved. Alpine Credits, homeowners get approved. Visit alpinecredits.ca. The puck was just dropped, and we are underway with the first period of play here at Scotiabank Saddledome. The Flames with their home red jerseys on with yellow and white trim moving from right to left on your radios. The Coyotes with their road white jerseys on with black, green, and maroon trim moving from left to right. And they get the first shot on goal of this hockey game. And uh, Jacob Markstrom with uh, a windmill-style glove save. Off of red-hot Nick Schmaltz, you mentioned in your pregame hit, about his 11 point production in two games. He has 18 points in 10 games in the month of March. His buddy Clayton Keller has 16 during that time frame. Now he's been an offensive zone faceoff. Shovel the puck in behind the Flames net. Michael Backlund will leave it there for Chris Tanev. He plays it to Matthew Kachuk. Now moving a rink wide to Backlund. He crosses the Coyotes line and drops Dylan Dubé with a shot that's steered into the far corner by Carol Vimelka. Puck thrown towards the front of the net. Backlund and Dubé can't get to it though. And here come the Coyotes the other way. Phil Kessel into the high slot. Lawson Krause's shot. Good glove save by Jacob Markstrom. Not the start the Flames are looking for. In 39 seconds, they've given up two grade A opportunities. And Jacob Markstrom has foiled the Coyotes twice with good glove saves. This already looks like a much different Arizona team than the one we saw back in Glendale on February the 2nd. With 40 goals in their last nine games, there are plenty of Coyotes who are hot offensively, and the guy who just took that shot, Lawson Krause, is one of them. He's got five goals in his last five games and is second on the team with a career-high 20 goals this season. Jacob Schmaltz, and up the left-wing side, he gets forced into the far corner by Blake Coleman, and slides the puck left point. It's thrown towards the net. Puck bounces around a little bit. And Rasmus Anderson will pick it up. And slide it in behind the net to his partner, Noah Hannafin. Moves the puck to Andrew Mangiapane. And he'll drop to Cali Arncroke. Playing in his fourth game with the Flames. He'll dump it in behind the Coyotes' net. Back to get it is Cam Deneed. And uh, in case you're wondering, as I was, uh, no relation to Kevin. No. Played in North Bay and Sarnia in the Ontario Hockey League. And good to see him up here. Here's Nikita Zadorov off the stick of Trevor Lewis. Ends up hopping away from him. And the Coyotes will send it out to center ice. There's a rink-wide pass by Matthias Maselli. Trying to 
find Michael Carconi, but it ends up bouncing away from him. And now Milan Lucic will take over, in case you hadn't already figured that out yourself, with uh, the fans chanting Luch in the background. Flames will get the puck in deep. Lewis in there on the forecheck, can't come up with it. Kyle Capobianco. Well, the Coyotes clear it out. And now Carconi will back it up into his own territory again. And the Coyotes set up the breakout from mid behind their net. Just past the two-minute mark of the opening period here at the Saddle Dome. So the Flames and the Coyotes are still scoreless. Puck moved up the middle. And out to center ice. Bounces around to the Flames' blue line. Johnny Gaudreau will grab it. Slot it left-wing side. Oliver Schilling tries to move it up the middle. His pass hops away from Elias Lindholm. And the puck's picked up by Louis Erickson, who lifts it up in the air. And out to center ice. Shillington will turn and play it up the far boards to Chris Tana. Gives it to Goudreau. Gets across the Coyotes line and then gets bumped off the puck by Dyson Mayo. And now Erickson will play it up the right wing boards ahead to Nick Ritchie. Ritchie having a lot more success with the Coyotes than he did with the Maple Leafs. That uh, experiment just didn't work. He had two goals and nine points in 33 games. And now he's got six points or six goals and eight points in 12 games with the Coyotes. More opportunity, less heat in the kitchen. A lot less. Here's back the right wing side to Kachuk. And knocks the puck out to the neutral zone. Dubé will pick it up. Speeding up the right wing side. And one hand to pass into the near corner to Backlund. Backlund trying to play it down low to Kachuk. Ends up bouncing back to him. Backlund throws it towards the net. It ricochets off of Goss to spare it up the far side where Kessel picks it up. And he'll slide it out to center ahead to Kraus who dumps it in behind the Flames net. Better late than never. Uh, we should congratulate uh, Phil Kessel for... Now being third on the NHL's all-time Ironman list behind only Keith Yandel and Doug Jarvis. Kessel playing in game number 964 consecutively tonight. Actually tying Jarvis for second. There are a lot of players in this league I would have put far ahead of him when it comes to being in that territory. But he has, and good on him for doing it. Walking behind the Coyotes net, Coleman will backhand it into the near corner. Wajapani trying to play it back to the left point, does. Here's Hannafin across. Anderson winds and fires a shot off a couple of bodies in front and wide to the far corner. And now Anton Strollman will settle things down for the Coyotes. Both teams change as we approach the five-minute mark of a still scoreless first period here at the Dome. Strollman slides it up the right wing boards. His pass misses his intended target, and it's good to see that target. Jay Beagle back in the lineup. Missed the last 36 games with a lower body injury. Last played on December 11th, and Lou, the fact that the Calgary native is returning for a game in front of family and friends uh, makes me wonder uh, what uh, his future might hold. Timing is great, though, for him. Yeah. What a quality professional he has been, and, and delighted to see him today on the ice in the morning skate. Looked like he had a chance to be back in, and he is. Well, the Kelly Cup with the Idaho Steelheads in 2007. Back-to-back -back Calder Cups with the Hershey Bears in 2009 and 2010. And, of course, a Stanley Cup for the Washington Capitals in 2018. The 36-year-old has had one heck of a career. Locked at a lap point to Shillington, who slides it down low. It ends up bouncing by Brett Richard. Up the far side to Tanner. He knocks it behind the net. Richie centers it. Lucic shoots it. That shot gets deflected. Diving in the way of it was Beagle, the aforementioned Calgarian. And the puck deflects over the glass and out of play. We'll have a face-off coming up to 
the left of Vimelka. Tonight's opening face-off was brought to you by Eastside Dodge. With tons of inventory, including 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokees, Wranglers, and of course, Ram 1500s, hurry in to Eastside Dodge today. So the guy comes off a 36-game lower body injury, and on his first shift of the game, he takes away a scoring chance by blocking a shot. He doesn't know any better. It's the way he's always played, and that's why... As an undrafted player, he's in his 16th professional season. That was just awesome. If that doesn't rub off on your young people, I don't know what would. Erickson will clear the puck out to center. Zanorov slides the right wing side to Erica Branson. Blast the puck back in. Lindholm will knock it down near half board. Slide it into the near quarter to Toffoli. Returns the puck to Lindholm. He plays it left pointer. Zanorov across to Branson with a shot. Right in on the goaltender. It knocks Vemelka over. And he's able to hold on. That was an awkward save with a capital A five different times this season, including against the Calgary Flames. Carl Vimelka from the Czech Republic, or now Czechia, has made more than 40 saves. And he was the reason, especially in the first, that that game didn't get to about five or six nothing. He's off to Vimelka's left. Backman wins it. Right point to Anderson. Anderson with a shot. Put it away by the left leg of Vimelka. Anderson gets it back and rims it around to the left point to Hannafin. Gives the puck to Kachuk. He dishes it off. Dubé with a shot knocked down. As Alex Galchenyuk got in the way of that one. And now Galchenyuk will take it to behind the Coyotes' net, but he gets knocked off the puck by Dubé. Kachuk will play at right point, but it handcuffs Anderson, and the Flames will have to regroup at center. Coyotes did a really nice job working on in-tight puck support in their own zone today knowing how the Flames forecheck can hurt people. Anafin just fired the puck over the glass and into the netting, and that is going to be a delay of game penalty on the Flames defenseman, and that means the Coyotes will get the game's first power play when we come back. 13.45 to play in period number one here at Scotiabank. Saddledome, shots on goal are 4-4. None of those eight shots have gone in. The Flames and the Coyotes are still scoreless. And this is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet. 960 The Fan. Home for your Calgary Flames and the NHL. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Following this game, stay tuned for the Shane Holmes save of the game for every save made by Flames goalies throughout the entire season. Shane Holmes donates to Kids Sport Calgary. Visit ShaneHolmes.com. The better way to build. Jacob Markstrom's already made four of them tonight. Two of a difficult variety. Flames short-handed. After Noah Hennepin takes a delay of game penalty for shooting the puck over the glass and out of play from the defensive zone. So Flames head to a Wolf Cadillac Calgary powered penalty kill. Audis get the game's first power play. Here's Kessel. Shovels the puck behind the net. Tanner will grab it. Fire it up the fireboards. Not out. Nostas Bear holds it in left point. Moves the puck to Kraus who tries to shot but it's knocked down by Gabranson who shoots the puck down the ice. On the power play this season, the Coyotes have struggled and struggled mightily. They're at 13.8%. That is 31st in the 32-team NHL, ahead of only the Flyers. Uh, The flip side of that, uh, the Flames have not struggled on the penalty kill. They're at 85.4%, third in the league. Only the Hurricanes and Penguins have been better. And Flames off to a good start on this penalty kill. As Lewis will dump the puck down the ice with now a minute remaining in the Hannafin Minor. Good entry by the Coyotes and another fine stop by Markstrom off Jake or Lawson Kraus. Here's Kessel. 12 time 20 goal and 6 time 30 goal score. Bank it off the boards back to the right point. Capo Bianco 
Slides it across the line to Keller. Stick handles to get away from Mangiapane. Walks into the far corner. Tries to give it to Boyd. It bounces back to him. Keller plays a left point. Here's a hard slap shot off Capobianco's stick. Fought off by Markstrom, who falls over. Gets back to his feet. And now Capobianco shoots and Markstrom, down to the butterfly, reaches up and grabs the puck with his glove and holds on. See a goalie that's dialed in early tonight. And that's what makes Jacob Markstrom one of the best in the business. And you know, the other night, the first two didn't sit very well with him. Frankly, he was hung out to dry on the last two in the loss to San Jose, but off to a great start. A better start than the coaching staff would like him to need to be off to tonight. Flames will dump it down the ice again with 20 seconds left in this Coyotes power play. By the way, the officials tonight were called the penalty. Uh, referees are Justin St. Pierre and Brad Meyer. The linesman Derek Nansen and Ben O'Quinn. And the Coyotes across the Flames line. At the right wing boards. Here is Travis Bullitt. Moves the puck into the far corner. It's fired to the top of the near circle. Galchenyuk shoots off of a leg and it deflects just wide of the near goal post. Flames back to full strength now as Zadorov tries to feed Hannafin, who would come out of the penalty box, but misses his Flames teammate with that pass. So instead of a potential odd man rush, it turns into an icing call. And we'll face off coming up to Jacob Markstrom's left. What a season he's having. Certainly one of the leading candidates for the Vesna Trophy. He leads the league with a career-high nine shutouts, is tied for eighth with a career-high 29 wins, is third with a career-low 2.11 goals against average, and tied for second with a career-high 9.27 save percentage. Uh, I think what I'm trying to say is it's been a career year for the Flames' number 25. I'll tell you more about the guy at the other end of the ice in a moment. Lock picked up with the Coyotes' blue line. Strollman will slide it across. Over to Deneen. Push the puck deep into the flame zone. Markstrom out to get it. Clears it up to Dearborn's off of Kraus. And out to center ice. Deneen will pick it up. Bank it off the boards. And ahead to Carcone. He gets it in deep. As his team changes. And Hannafin start the breakout. Moving up the right wing boards to Gaudreau. Steps into the Coyote zone. Backhands it towards the net. Lindholm knocks the puck into the air. But over top of Amelka's net. Come the Coyotes the other way. Richie. Leaves the left wing side. Puck centered in front by Erickson. And now knocked in behind the net by Barrett Hayton. Puck back to the blue line. Held in left point by Gostas Bear. Slides it near side to Richie, who tries to shot, but it's blocked. And now the truck gives it a good row. He's skated into the Coyote zone. Trying to stick handle to the middle, but he loses the puck. And now they find it. Backland trying to find Kachuk out in front of the net. Kachuk will grab it, but his centering pass is intercepted by Erickson. Who skates the puck out to center and then runs into Goodbranson and coughs it up. Claims defenseman will pick it up and slide it up the left wing side to his partner Zadorov, who leads the charge into the Coyote zone. Tries to feed it in front to Dubé, but the pass gets broken up. After Foley with a big hit, knocks Keller down. Backlund steps in. Backlund centers, looking for Dubé, and it bounces over the blade of his stick. Claims trying to hold it in, but Schmaltz's player comes up with the puck and he'll back it up as. Flames back off to make a line change. Just past the 10-minute mark of the opening period at the Saddle Dome, where Arizona's out shooting Calgary 6-4 and it's still a scoreless hockey game. Schmaltz dodging a body check from Lewis as the puck comes back to Zadorov. Moves it up the middle to Lewis, who lines across center and shoots it in. Malka bobbles the puck a little bit. Richie and Lewis in there in the forecheck. Richie will pick it up behind the Coyotes' net and fire it out in front. 
That pass or shot, though, gets knocked away by Boyd. And now the puck gets dumped down the ice by Stroman, and that'll be an icing call on the Coyotes, and that means a face-off to Carl Vimelka's right. 10-24-1 with one shutout, 3.37 uh, goals against average, and a 9.05 save percentage in his first 37 career NHL games this season. And the Coyotes obviously liked him because they signed the pending RFA to a three-year, $8.175 million contract extension on Monday. And one of the reasons why they probably like him is he keeps him in games, as he did in his first and only career game against the Flames, stopping 46 of 50 in a 4-2 loss at Gila River Arena back on February 2nd. And he's only 25. And had a pretty solid year in North America. Flames will chip the puck out, and now Kessel shoots it right back in. Flames will grab it, slide it down the ice, and offside. That was a late signal by the linesman, but uh, they blow the play dead, and we'll take a break with 8.47 to play in the opening period. Only 11 shots on goal between the two teams in the first 11 minutes and 13 seconds of the hockey game. None of them have gone in. The Flames and the Coyotes are still scoreless. Back with more of the opening period. And Pat will have a look at the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard as well. This is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Your team, your station. Calgary Flames Radio is on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. A little bit less than nine minutes to play in the opening period. Flames and Coyotes still scoreless in this game. Have a look at what's going on in some other games on the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard. Here's Pat Steinberg. Four other games on the NHL ice tonight. They're late in the third period. Looks like the Sabres and Capitals are off to overtime, tied 3-3. Rangers have a 5-1 edge on Pittsburgh. That game also late in the third. Late second, Jets and Blue Jackets tied 2-2. And the Avalanche out to a 1-0 lead at home to Philadelphia just past the midway mark of the first. Faceoff coming up to Markstrom's left. Beagle wins it. Back to... Vaselli, who fires one high and wide of the Flames net. One thing about Jay Beagle, who's always been a great face-off man, leads the Coyotes at 61.7% on the season. Even though this is only his 22nd game of the season. Here's Gaudreau. Johnny Gaudreau fourth in the Art Ross Trophy race. Stick handles out to center, turns the puck over, and now Beagle will pick it up. Back it up to Gostas Bear, returns the puck to Beagle, and gives it right back to Gostas Bear. They'll bank it off the boards, looking for a Carconi, and ends up sliding just wide of Markstrom's net, and that is an icing call on the Coyotes. Co-op members enjoy an exclusive opportunity to watch the Flames live in this building. Save $20 off regular ticket prices by purchasing those tickets through the Co-op Members Portal. For more details, visit calgaryflames.com slash tickets. He's off to Vimelka's right. Backman loses that draw versus Hayton. He's trying to hold the puck in Dubedez for a moment, but now fellow number 29, Hayton takes it away from him, flips it up the bar, boards it in. Maselli tries to rim it around, but it gets by the defenseman. And slides all the way back into the Coyote zone. Dubé to Foley in there with a four check. Foley tries to feed it out in front to Backman, who gets tied up and can't accept the pass. And now Nick Ritchie is going to bank it off the boards and in behind the Flames net. And Branson back. It's held up by Hayden. No call. Ritchie gets a shot off. It's punched into the far corner by Markstrom. Now get Branson with a big body check as he runs Erickson heavily into the fireboards and sends his stick flying 
through the air. Louis, like, I've been around too long to get one of those. No thank you. Former Vancouver Canucks teammates. Hockey sent out to center. Here's Keller. The pass at the middle of the ice. Schmaltz gets uh, stuck in a Bermuda Triangle. Flames defenders and can't corral the puck. And now Lewis hammers Deneen with an open ice body check. We've got a penalty call coming up. And going after Lewis is Strom. And Lucic stands up for his teammate and separates the two. But uh, the Coyotes are about to head to their second power play of the hockey game. Cam Deneen might be headed to the dark room. Trevor Lewis is not in the least a dirty player, but hit to the Ooh. head is the call from Justin St. Pierre. And it warrants two minutes. Good to see Deneen, at least for now, sitting on the bench, having his visor wiped off. Keep an eye on him. Looks like he's okay, but uh, he took a shot. He took a good shot there. So the Coyotes head of their second power play of this first period. Flames to another Wolf Cadillac Calgary powered penalty kill. They start with Backlund and Lindholm up front. And Branson and Tan over the back end. Backlund wins the defensive zone draw, but the Flames can't get the puck out. Kessel keeps it in left point. Out he's using four forwards and one defenseman on the power play. And, uh, and Kessel playing the point again. Here's Goss to spare. Near side to Keller. To the high slot to Schmaltz, back to the blue line, Goss to spare. Far circle to Keller. And the shot in the near circle, right into the flaming sea on the front of Markstrom's jersey. And the goaltender holds on. Coyotes did a nice job breaking down a real tight area to move the puck back through the stick of Michael Backlund, who had trapped Keller on the right wing side of the ice. And then with an aggressive penalty kill, if you can move it side to side, you're usually going to get some opportunities, and they just did. Howdy's been another offensive zone faceoff. Here is Kessel. Trying to feed it out in front to Schmaltz. Buck does get to him, and he'll slide at left point. And now Goss is bare near circle to Keller with a shot that misses Markstrom's dead. Here's Kessel. Far side to Schmaltz. Being roughed up by Backlund, who pushes him off the puck, and now Tanev will shoot it down the ice. Good work there on the penalty kill by the combination of Michael Backlund and Chris Tanev. Thanks to our friend at Flames TV, Brendan Parker. Chris Tanev sporting an A tonight on his jersey for the first time. Good to see. Or Sean Monahan not playing tonight, so that would be his A. Back to the right point, gloved down and held in by Kessel. Who ends up giving it away to Hannafin, who shoots the puck out to center with 44 seconds remaining in the Lewis penalty. 5.40 to play in the first period. Flames and Coyotes still scoreless, and shots have been hard to come by tonight. Arizona has seven, and Calgary has five. Coleman's going to shoot the puck in from center, and both teams will change with now a little bit less than half a minute remaining in this Coyotes power play. Here's Kyle Capobianco. Had uh, two goals, three assists, and five points in his first seven games, but is pointless in 20 games since then. Coyotes come out with it, but Richie gets squeezed off the puck, and Yarn Croak. Dump it down the ice and I'll just about do it for this Flames penalty kill. Flames now killing off a record number of penalties at home and also 25 for their last 27 overall on the penalty kill. That's now 5 for 85 in this building 
this season with three shorthanded goals for. It's always a good one to have, for sure. So they're only minus two on the penalty kill at the Dome so far this season, as strange as that sounds, and as crazy as that is. We're going to take a timeout with 4.37 to play in the opening period. Fairly tight-checking game here at Scotiabank Saddledome so far. Only 12 shots on goal between the two teams, and the Flames and the Coyotes are still scoreless. And this is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Fired up since 1980, the Flames are only on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. 4.37 to play in the opening period. The Flames and Coyotes are still scoreless, and I believe Cam Deneen has gone to the Coyotes dressing room. It looked like he was okay after taking a hit to the head from Trevor Lewis, but I'm guessing the concussion spotters... Uh, probably pulled him out of the hockey game so hopefully everything checks out and he's back sooner rather than later here's uh, Nick Ritchie trying to set a ring pass but it's knocked away from Erickson now Gaudreau's going to send the puck at center bounces off a couple of bodies and into the Coyotes zone and back to get it is Mayo Mayo turns it over and Erickson's there to recover the puck and slide it up the left wing side to Ritchie moves it into the flame zone Tanner will clear it back out and Erickson will slide it back in it's Bolt's team start to change. Tanev will throw the puck in behind the Coyotes' net. And Kachuk will go after it. Gaudreau in there on the forecheck as well for the Flames. Stroman to clear it up the near boards. Not out. Gaudreau goes down low to Kachuk. who tries to spin out in front, but gets pulled off the puck by Mayo. The fans call the penalty. The referees do not. And the Coyotes miss Ellie. After the puck in the near corner. Has a stick lifted and the puck stolen by Zidorov, who spins behind his net and gives it to Gabranson. Move it up the far boards, not out. As it's held in by Julio Chonok. Bounces off his skate. And now it squirts out to center. Julio Chonok will back it up into the Coyote zone. And now Strong will slide it down the ice. Icing's waved off as Markstrom bats the puck into the far corner. And up the far boards to Toffoli. He slides it up the middle. Zadorov steps up, picks it up, tries to dish it off to Dubé, but it hops away from him. And... Galchenyuk will grab it and leave it far side for Capo Bianco. Slides it up the left wing side ahead to Galchenyuk again. Galchenyuk to Schmaltz in front. Keller gets forced into the far corner. Pushed off the puck by the much bigger Zadorov who body slams him down to the ice. Here come the Flames four on two now. Anderson will drop left wing side to Dubé who shoots and snaps it. Right over top of Amelka's net and over the glass and out of play and uh, Oh, that shot was a little high off the stick of Dylan Dubé. <laughs> this would not be a period that Daryl Sutter would be overly impressed with. Very few offensive zone shifts with any amount of time. Arizona's created the far better scoring opportunities in the game. It remains 0-0 with 2.48 left in it. Now he's win a defensive zone draw and... Boyd will clear the puck out and deep into the flame zone. Markstrom out of his net, races back to get it, beating Krause to that loose puck. And he moves it up the far side to Lewis, lifts it up in the air to the Coyotes' blue line where Stroman will grab it, slide it right back into Flames territory. But Anderson will clear it. But now Brett Ritchie turns it over and here comes Kessel across the Flames line. Kessel banks it off the near boards, looking for Boyd, but Ritchie intercepts the pass and gives the puck to Anderson who lobs the puck into Coyotes territory as both teams will change with a little bit more than two minutes remaining in this scoreless first period at the Saddle Dome. And I will chop the puck up the fireboards to Mangiapane who moves it up the middle to Coleman. 
Bowman crosses the line and drops. Shillington shoots. Vimelka the save. Loose puck. He can't find it. It pops out of his equipment. That's a quick whistle by the referees. Second time in this first period where the Flames have moved in on a rush attack. Got a shot away. Vimelka has stopped it, but he's really had absolutely no idea where it was after he makes the initial touch. Been fortunate twice now. Stop coming up to his right. Yarncroak will take it versus Beagle. Since joining the Flames, Cal Yarncroak with a 60.5 faceoff percentage. Done a really nice job in that area. Now Beagle gets tossed out. Stepping in to take the draw is Carconi. Yarncroak wins. Majapani slides at that point. Shillington tries to shot, but it bounces off of Beagle and out to center. And it will shoot it in from there. Is picked up in behind the net by Vladislav Polyachonok. Clears it out. And Tanev will pick it up, back it up to Shillington. Moves it up the middle to Yarncroke. Yarncroke slides the left wing side to Mangiapane. Tries to slip the puck back to Yarncroke, but the pass gets intercepted by Capo Bianco. Clears it out. And now Carconi will backhand it in from center. Tanev will take over behind the Flames net. Race up the right wing side, bank it off the boards. His pass just gets away from Mangiapane, who. Would have been able to make a beeline to the net. Now we'll battle for the puck behind the Coyotes' net. He's in there one on two, but now Lindholm comes in and digs it free. Turns into the far quarter and slides it down low. Majapati centers and Kachuk one times the puck wide. Didn't get as much mustard on that shot as he wanted to, but he almost knocked it inside the far goal post. And Augusta Spare will slide it up the left wing side. Over to Richie. Plays it right wing boards to Hayden. Hayden drops it between his legs. Augusta Spare shoots, and that shot sticked aside by Markstrom. Final 45 seconds of the first period now. Howdy's around the attack. Here's Nick Ritchie feeding it in front, but his pass is intercepted by DeBranson, who moves it far side to Kachak, who can't clear it out. Schmaltz shoots, and Markstrom blockers the puck into the far corner. Another unforced error by the Flames in the defensive zone, but they'll bring it out. Here comes Gaudreau across the Coyotes line. He tries a shot and fans on it, and now Schmaltz will knock the puck ahead to Keller, but it hops away from him, and Anderson will take over. Deliver the puck to Backlund, who banks it off the far boards and in behind the Coyotes' net and goes in there on the forecheck with a dozen seconds to play in this first period. Schmaltz will clear it. Connects on a stretch pass to Keller. He stops and drops it back to Schmaltz. Schmaltz feeds it in front, and a one-time shot by Boyd goes just wide of the Flames' net, and that's how the first period comes to an end. A low event first period here at Scotiabank Saddle Dome in Calgary. Only 16 shots on goal between the two teams. Arizona had uh, 10 to Calgary 6, and none of those shots went into the nets. The Flames and Coyotes are scoreless through 20 minutes, and I suspect that Andre Tournier will be a lot happier with how his team played the first period than Daryl Sutter will be. Through 20 with 40 to go. Second period play-by-play starts now with Derek and Peter. Sportsnet 960, the fan. An interesting first period here at Scotiabank Saddle Dome in Calgary where both teams uh, had some chances. I would say the Coyotes had more than the Flames did. Uh, fairly low event uh, opening 20 minutes tonight with Arizona out shooting Calgary 10-6. to And uh, the result of uh, the first 20 minutes tonight, a still scoreless hockey game. When uh, tied through 20 minutes this season, the Flames with an 11-4-4 record. The Coyotes uh, an 8-16-2 record. Lou, uh, not the type of first period that uh, 
Daryl Sutter would have wanted. Uh, what uh, changes would you like to see in the second and third periods tonight? Well, they ended up with two penalties in the period, one for delay of game. You know, the other was a high hit. Trevor Lewis just kind of got caught slightly in a wrong spot. Derek, I just I didn't think they established any ozone presence whatsoever. I thought they turned over pucks in the middle of the ice. That, for me, when this team is going well, they're getting pucks in with a purpose, getting on it. Four check is good. That's where this team creates a lot of its best work from. The Flames have been trying some new line combinations of late, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of chemistry with some of them. And it's interesting that to start the second, they have reunited the line of Elias Lindholm, Johnny Gaudreau, and Matthew Kachuk. So we'll see if what happens. Here comes Gaudreau. And the Coyote zone up the right wing side. He'll pitch forward the block into the far corner. Hannafin shoots that shot, almost turned into a pass. Now it does as Anderson lets one fly and misses the net. Now Hannafin will move it down low to Kachuk. He protects the puck from Boyd. Gives it to Goodrow. Centers Kachuk. Scores! United and it feels so good. The Flames put their top line back together and it immediately results in a goal. Matthew Kachuk squeezes the puck past Carol Vomelka and makes it one-nothing Flames. But even if they hadn't scored, I was gonna say to you, I like that shift better than any I saw in the opening period. They moved it in, the defenseman got pucks at the net, they retrieved it. Johnny Gaudreau, after taking a pass from Noah Hannafin, who supported the play on the left wing side, made no mistake on his pass to Kachuk. Matthew Kachuk! Uh, to number 13, Johnny Gaudreau! And to number 55, Noah Hannafin! Hang on, here comes Dubé busting in. Dubé has a stick lifted and the puck stolen, a terrific Defensive play by Strollman to take away a scoring chance. Now Dubé settles the puck down and bats it up the near boards to Backlund. He loses it. Toffoli finds it and rims it around to the left point. to Zidora. He banks it off the boards. His pass to Dubé gets intercepted by Deneen, who clears it out. It's good to see Cam Deneen back in the hockey game. Took a hit to the head from Trevor Lewis in the first period. It appeared to be okay, but did finish the... First period in the dressing room, I'm sure, got pulled off the ice by the concussion spotter. But uh, back out there for the second, which is good news for him and for the Coyotes. So the Flames get the first goal for the 42nd time in 64 games this season. And they are a very impressive 37-4 and when scoring first. And Matthew Kachuk becomes the third Calgary Flame to reach the 30-goal plateau. Next up. Probably Johnny Gaudreau. He was only one goal away from 30 in the season and from 200 in his career. Here's Mangiapane. Ahead to Yarncroke looking for his first goal as a member of the Flames, but uh, they are offside at the Coyotes' blue line. Like many of his teammates, Cali was terrific. Played over 17 minutes in the win last Saturday in Vancouver and had an assist on the game's first goal. I really think, you know, that line that's on the ice right now has a chance to be a very good playoff line. 
Caliar and Crow between Andrew Mangiapane and Blake Coleman. We'll call it a 2A or a 2B line. How about that? Sure. Bucking me on the Flames net. Trying to settle it down is Erickson. Buckets taken away from him and cleared out. Capobianco will pick it up at the Coyotes' blue line and dump it back in. This should be and will be an icing call. Matthew Kachuk with that goal also equals his career high for points in a season. He had 77 points in 80 games in 2019-2020. He now has 77 points in 64 games in 21-22. Well, Matthew with a wonderful bounce back season after the shortened campaign of 2021. Played in 21, and I don't think Matthew enjoyed very much of that season. I think one of the things that he missed probably as much, if not more than any other member of the Flames, fans. He feeds off that energy. There's no doubt about it. He's got the puck in deep. Oh, yeah, he should be full of vim and vigor for the fourth and final round of this season's Battle of Alberta. I'm told we'll have a packed house yep, buckle here up. at Scotiabank. Sat alone for that one. Buck knocked out to the neutral zone. Brett Ritchie playing against his younger brother tonight. Out there on what we'll call the fourth line. We got to Trevor Lewis between, well right now Johnny Gaudreau being double shifted or at least uh, between shifts. And Brett Ritchie, Gaudreau twisting and turning. Back puck up to the blue line, Hannafin winds and fires off the goal post. Beats Vamelka clean, rings it off the iron to the left of the Coyotes goaltender. Anderson steps into the high slot, deeks in, Anderson centers, Vamelka down, flat on his face, able <laughs> to freeze the puck and get a face off. This is the same group, right, in the second period? Nope. No, it is not the same group. And one of the big changes, looks like there's going to be an Arizona penalty on Nick Schmaltz, who's on his way to the penalty box. So you got a hook into the midsection of Rasmus Anderson who made a nice move. Derek, the biggest change I'm seeing in the second period is how the Flames are supporting the puck through the middle of the ice. They were way too spread out in the first and it led to a lot of misplays and some turnovers. The Flames get their first power play of the hockey game. They start with their first unit, four forwards and one defenseman. There's Kachuk centering, has his shot stop, gets it back, shoots again, that stop, puck back to Gaudreau. Dishes it off, Kachuk to Lindholm, he scores! Well, that didn't take long. A beautiful three-way passing play finished by Elias Lindholm, who one-times the puck past Carol Vomelka. And a power play goal makes it 2-0 Flames. You leave that guy in that spot with that room, forget it. Great triangle passing. Gaudreau faked the shot, opened up the middle of the ice. Matthew Kachuk down low, one touch, one time. Nighty night. Elias Lindholm has goal number 32 of the season. 32nd of the year, scored by number 28, Elias Lindholm! Assist number 19, Matthew Kachuk. And to number 13, Johnny Gaudreau. 
power play goal, 335. I know that was a power play goal, but uh, same uh, terrifying trio connecting there. I'm not sure the Flames are going to uh, continue to experiment uh, with a line that does not include Lindholm between Gaudreau and Kachuk, at least not if they have a choice. Right, reminds me right now a little of their opponent tomorrow who, you know, they always have that dry sidle McDavid card in their bag. Well, maybe the Flames have a different card in their bag, yeah. or maybe they'll just go back to it permanent. Uh, turnover, but the puck ends up bouncing over the blade of Maselli's stick, and Richie will clear it out. By the way, Matthew Kachuk with two points in the first four minutes of the second period has now established a new career high for points in a season. He's got number 77, or make that 78 and 79 tonight. As the Flames net gets knocked off, it's moorings. Actually, check that. He's got 77 and 78 tonight. Uh, maybe uh, 79's on the way, but uh, it's not there yet. Well, he has 11 games this year where he has three or more points in a contest, so might be well on his way. Sporting life, well, it's a great place to get Flames single-game seats. In fact, they start at their two locations, Market Mall or South Centre Mall at $79.99. For more info, visit calgaryflames.com slash tickets as the Flames have opened a 2-0 second period lead on Matthew Kachuk's 30th and Elias Lindholm's 32nd a power play goal. Soft coming up to Markstrom's left. Yarncroke wins that defensive zone draw versus Boyd. And the Flames will slide the puck out to center. Boyd backs it up. Polia Chonok moving up the middle of the ice. Boyd falls. We've got a penalty call coming up against the Flames. So down by two on the scoreboard. The Coyotes will be up one on the ice for the third time tonight. And uh, Brett Ritchie's the guilty guy. And Daryl Sutter, you remember earlier in the season in a game between the Flames and the Golden Knights, Michael Stone was inserted against his brother and Brett Ritchie playing against his brother Nick, his younger brother, in this game tonight. But right now, the Flames number 24 in the penalty box. Coyotes to their third power play of the hockey game. Flames to their third Wolf Cadillac Calgary powered penalty kill of the night. They're two for two tonight. 25 for their last 27. Best home penalty kill in the NHL this season. This keeps getting better, it seems. Coyotes win the offensive zone drop, but uh, a pass intended for Schmaltz gets away from the Coyotes forward. And now Backlund's going to steal the puck. He steps in and shoots it. Vimelka just gets a piece of the puck. It went off his right shoulder, deflected over top of the net as the Flames came close to scoring their seventh shorthanded goal of the season. That was wired by Michael Backlund, who can flat out get it to the net in a hurry. Markstrom comes out of his net, plays it up to fireboards to Coleman, it chips it past Kessel. And now speeds in and moves it up the middle. Lewis steps in and shoots and just misses in the short side. Flames are two good shorthanded chances so far in this Coyotes power play. Now Kessel crosses the Flames line and drops it. Costas Bear turns it over. Good Branson with his long stick, able to reach out, pick up the puck, and clear it out to center. Lewis will head to the bench. Toffoli will come out of the ice. Him and Mangiapani are the forwards. Good Branson and Tanev. The defenseman for this part of the penalty kill as the Coyotes will get it in deep again. Kessel worms it around to the left point. Two goss to spare. And now 53 seconds remaining in the Ritchie penalty. Puck played in behind the Flames net. Tanev and Goodbranson battling for it back there. But it pops free for Keller into the far corner. Clayton Keller. Coyotes leader in goals with 27. And points with 62. 
Slide it far quarter, now back to the blue line. Here's a shot by Goss to spare, wide of the net. Keller, the rebound, and he's denied by Markstrom. Wonderful save from Jacob, who gave the Flames a chance with his first period performance to get their feet underneath them here in the second. A blast from Goss to spare comes off the end boards and Clayton Keller can't believe that Markstrom got across diving with his glove. There is the Shane Holmes save of the game. 25's dialed in tonight, isn't he? Right from, well, he had to make two good ones in the first 29 seconds of the game. Probably helped him get into the game. Cowdy's get the puck in deep, but it's picked up by Hannafin, and he'll immediately fire it down the ice with now 10 seconds left in the Richie penalty. Almost seven minutes into the second period at Scotiabank Saddledome where on goals by Matthew Kachuk and Elias Lindholm, it's the Flames two and the Coyotes nothing. Boyd will move the puck beyond the Flames net. Tanev takes over as we're back to five on five. Gaudreau moves it up the right wing side. Richie speeds in there on the third jack. Gets the puck first but gets run into the end boards by Mayo. And now Beagle overskates the puck. It's picked up and cleared out by Strollman. And Amaselli swings it up the right wing side. Strollman tries to stick handle in but loses the puck in the process. Comes out. Howdy's will kick it back in and start to make a change as Zidorov takes over behind the Flames net and feeds his partner Gabranson who can't clear the zone. Kraus holds it in but now he coughs it up. Gaudreau picks it up and springs Kachuk. Kachuk dangles in, loses the puck, tries to find it but it's poked jacked out of harm's way by Vimelka. Come the Coyotes back to center. Deneen and up the right wing boards. It's forced to the quarter by Zadorov, who now whacks the puck away from behind the Flames net. And Yarncroak's there to pick it up. They'll give it to Goudreau, backs it up to Goodbranson. Slides the left wing side to Zadorov, who ends up giving it away to Gostaspir, but he trips over the Flames' blue line. And here comes Zadorov right back out to center. He gives it to Goudreau, who steps in, shoots, and scores! Johnny Gaudreau zips the puck into the top corner of the Coyotes' net. His 30th goal of the season and the 200th of his NHL career makes it 3-0 Flames. Nikita Zadorov originally turned the puck over, but he recovered incredibly well after, remember, the Coyotes lost the puck at the line. And then he transitioned it to Gaudreau on the rush. Johnny looked off Blake Coleman, who was with him on a two-on-zero, and beats Vimelka short side. Season 200th NHL goal scored by number 13, Johnny Gaudreau. Assist number 16, Nikita Zadorov. Time of the goal, 8:14. Well, a big one for Johnny Hockey. Now a three-time 30-goal scorer and 200 goals in his National Hockey League career. Not bad for a guy taking 104th overall back in 2011. And the Flames have some breathing room. Foley will bank it off the boards and into the Coyote zone. Foley overskates it, Lucic picks it up, steps in, and it's a weak shot away that gets blocked. Lucic gets the puck back and ends up giving it away to Deneen, who will 
Slotted ahead to Castle. Comes out the left wing side and drops. One shoots off the goal post. Another good chance for the Coyotes who ring one off the iron. And the Flames the other way. Backlund looking for Dubé. Puck slides by him. Defolio will go after it behind the Coyotes net. Pick it up. And swing it back to the left point to Shillington. He throws it down low to Defoli. Tries to leave it behind for Dubé. But the pass gets intercepted by Deneen. Who tries to clear but can't. Now Krause will fire it over the head of Tan Evan down the ice, and that'll be an icing call on the Coyotes. Boy, you talk about the tale of two periods. My goodness. Night and day, what we've seen from the Flames in the first and second periods tonight. They had about their F game, or maybe D-minus game in the first period, uh, but the, they've got their A-plus game here in the second. Started with the first shift in the second period. Did it right, got to an offensive zone four check, moved it well, scored and they've fed off it ever since shots on goal are 12 12 and the score is the flames three and the coyotes nothing here's Gaudreau looking for kachuk Buck hops away from him and now hannafin battle with carconi plays the bucket beyond the flames net hannafin and lindholm back there battling for it beagle in there for the coyotes along with carconi Coney will pick the puck up, try to feed it in front, but his pass is knocked away by Anderson, who gives it to Gaudreau. He slides it right wing side to Kachuk, or returns it to Gaudreau. He steps in and shoots. It's stopped. Anderson, after the rebound, gets hauled down, and there's a penalty call coming up. Markstrom heads to the Flames bench. They get an extra attacker onto the ice. Here's Gaudreau in front. Kachuk fishing for the puck. Can't catch it. But uh, as the whistle sounds, the Flames will head to the power play with a chance to increase their lead. 9.24 to play in period number two. And what a period it's been for the Flames number 13. Johnny Gaudreau with three points in the period, including his 30th goal of the season and the 200th goal of his National Hockey League career. It is Calgary three and Arizona nothing. Back with a Flames power play in a moment. This is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Streaming home and away on any device. Flames Hockey is on Sportsnet 960, the fan. Flames the power play with an opportunity to add to their 3-0 lead. Win the dryers, Lindholm to Kachuk. Fans at a shot. It bounces into the slot. And Gaudreau will drop it to Anderson. Anderson to Gaudreau with a one-timer that is blocked by Strollman. Who can't get the puck out. Lindholm holds it in. But he ends up giving it away to Strollman. who drops the puck back to Mayo who shoots it down the ice. Right in on Markstrom who makes his 13th save on 13 shots in this game. Here comes Anderson across the red line to the Coyotes' blue line. He'll bump it back to Lindholm. Crosses the red line, and now the Coyotes' blue line. and plays it up the far boards, but his pass misses Kachuk. And the puck comes back out to center. A minute 19 remaining in this Flames power play. 8.40 left in the second period here at Scotiabank, Saddledome in Calgary. The Flames lead the Coyotes by three. Here's Kachuk to Gaudreau. Now behind the net to Toffoli. Toffoli slides it up the near boards, but Kachuk blows a tire and falls down, and the puck gets by him and slides back into the flame zone. Here's Anderson, ahead to Kachuk. Tries to drop to Gaudreau, but bobbles the puck, and the Coyotes will dump it down the ice. Markstrom will tee it up for Anderson as the Flames switch to their second power play unit. We've got Yarncroke, Dubé, Backlund, Majapani at forward, and Hannafin on defense. At the puck into the Coyote zone. Dubé gets pushed off of it by Boyd, though. And the Coyotes forward will clear the puck into the flame zone with now half a minute remaining in the 
Penalty to Goss to spare. Here's Hannafin, right wing side to Yarn Croak, who crosses the red line, and now the Coyotes' blue line. It drops right wing side to Dubé. There's a chopped off a stick by Capo Bianco. Backlund will catch up to it, leave it left wing side for Mangiapane. Mangiapane banks it off the boards, back to the left point. Hannafin a shot off his own man, Yarn Croak, and then up over the glass and out of play, and hope that didn't catch someone. Uh, looks like everybody's okay. Following the game, stay tuned for the Shane Holmes save of the game. For every save a Flames goalie makes, and Jacob has made a couple of gems tonight, Shane Holmes donates to Kids Sport Calgary. Visit ShaneHolmes.com. The better way to build the early candidate, I would suggest, is his marvelous glove save in the second period off of Clayton Keller. Thirteen seconds to go on a Flames power play. Daryl's already set the table, even with an offensive zone face-off for five-on-five play. He's with that defensive zone draw. We've got a battle for it in the far corner. Lucic gets knocked down. It gets all tangled up with Strollman as Cowdies will shoot the puck down the ice, and that'll do it for the Goss to spare penalty. So we're back to five-on-five with 7.19 left in the second period. And the Flames on goals by Kachuk, Lindholm, and Gaudreau, who's been in on all three goals, leading the Coyotes 3-0. Here comes Kessel, and Kessel shoots, and a diving block by Tanev. Takes away a scoring chance. Here's Richie, up the far boards to Lewis. He reaches back to pick up the puck, and puts himself offside. We'll take a break with 7-0-1 to play in period number two. The Flames were far from being at their best in the first period, but have been pretty close to being at their best in the second period, and they lead the Coyotes 3 to nothing. Back with more of the middle stands up, and Pat will have a look at the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard as well. This is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Wills, Lubardius, Steinberg. This is Calgary Flames Radio on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. 7-0-1 left in the second period here at the Saddledome for the Flames have opened up a 3-0 lead in this game against the Coyotes. That's what's happening here. And now for a look at what's happening elsewhere on the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard. Here's Pat Steinberg. Late third period in Winnipeg. Jets have got a 3-2 lead on Columbus, while Colorado's up 4-1 on Philadelphia midway through the second. Your two finals tonight. Capitals get by the Sabres 4-3 in a shootout, and the Rangers blow out the Penguins 5-1, the final score. Well, Lou, I touched on it uh, pregame. Flames had 230 goal scorers prior to tonight. They're up to four now that Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Gaudreau have reached the 30-goal plateau this season. It's the first time in almost three decades that has happened. More on that in a moment. Here's Mangiapane in front. Coleman shoots, and he's robbed by Vamelka, who makes an incredible left pad save. Blake's upset. He had two goals and an assist in the first meeting of these two teams. And he didn't quite get all of it on a wonderful spin around through the seam pass right on his tape, courtesy of Andrew Mangiapane. That's a game saver for Vamelka at 3-0. The game's already on life support, so they needed that one. Flames in on the forecheck. Mangiapane digs the puck free and shovels it behind the net to Coleman. It turns out in front and drops. Yarncroke a shot off a stick. And deflects wide to the near corner. 
Elijah Bonney drops it. Coleman plays it left point. Does it all right? And slides it right point. Cabranson winds and fires a shot off of Richie's stick and wide to the far corner. Aiden with a chance to clear camp. Zadorov holds it in. Gives the puck to Coleman. You know, backhanded in behind the net. Mangiapane and Pullman will chase after it on the forward check. But Hayden comes up with it. Lugs it up the right wing side. Across his blue line to the red line. Gives it to Gostaspare. Shane Gostaspare has had a really good season offensively after basically the Flyers gave up assets just to get rid of his contract. But uh, he's been productive. Leads the team and is tied for 8th in the NHL in goals by defenseman with 10. And tied for 16th in the league in points by defenseman with 40. Well, he's always had offensive upside. It's been the other part that has been an issue at times. The right wing side. Here comes Matias Maselli. Slides the puck into the flame zone. Picks it up. Tries to center it. Kind of intercepts his pass and plays the puck up the far boards to Kachuk. Can't clear in his first attempt. But succeeds on his second. As he floats the puck out to center. Gaudreau. Able to get by Capo Bianco. Gaudreau steps in, gets hooked off the puck. We've got another penalty call coming up against the Coyotes. Man, it's been a lot of fun to watch this reunited first line for the Flames. Daryl Sutter didn't like what he saw from his group in the first period, so he changed things up and he put Lindholm between Gaudreau and Kachuk. <laughs> uh, safe to say that's worked out pretty well for the Flames so far in the second period. 5 12 to play in period number two here at Scotiabank, Saddle Dome in Calgary. Johnny Gaudreau's got his 30th of the season, the 200th of his career, and has been in on all three Flames goals in period number two. It is Calgary three and Arizona nothing. Back with another Flames power play in a moment. This is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Calgary Flames Hockey is on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Flames on the power play for the third time tonight. One for two with the man advantage and lead the Coyotes 3 nothing. Comes Anderson across the Coyotes line. He loses his balance and the puck and it's shot down the ice by Strollman. Might have had a lane if he didn't fall a little off balance. Now Lindholm slides it up the left wing side to Gaudreau who crosses the red line. Dishes it off to Kachuk. Kachuk tries to center it to Gaudreau. This pass is blocked by Beagle and now he'll knock it behind the net to Lindholm who slides it up the near boards to Defoley. Backs it up to the blue line to Anderson. Banks it up the near side to Gaudreau. Slides it into the corner to Kachuk. Gets it back. Saucers it back to the blue line to Anderson. Anderson to Toffoli. Shoots. That shot's kicked away by Vimelka. Now Lindholm will pick it up and play a left point to Toffoli again. Toffoli slides it near side to Gaudreau. Centers Lindholm to Kachuk. Out in front. And that pass gets broken up. And now Kachuk will give it to Gaudreau again. Gaudreau in the middle of the near circle. Slides it into the corner to Kachuk. Who gives it to Gaudreau. Gets hauled down by Keller. Fans want a penalty, aren't going to get one as Beagle picks the puck up, lifts it off the glass, and down the ice. Just under four minutes to play in the second period. 40 seconds left in this Flames power play with Capo Bianco in the penalty box for the Coyotes. It is Calgary 3 and Arizona nothing. There's Majapani to back him with a shot stopped by Vimelka. And the rebound's picked up and third out by Erickson. What a good play by Andrew Majapani on the entry. It's a second. Real good scoring chance he's set up in the last few minutes. Here's Hannafin in the middle of the back one. Backhands the puck into the far corner. Mangiapane gets there first in the forecheck. Leaves it down low for Backlund. Returns it to Mangiapane and he bats it up the near boards to Dubé. Who backs it up to the blue line. Hannafin shoots. That shot gets kicked away by Pamelka. And now Dubé will swoop in to pick it up. And leave it in behind the net for Mangiapane. He banks it off the near boards to Backlund. Saucers it back to Hannafin. Hannafin. 
at the far circle. Yarncrook with a shot right into the chest protector of Vimelka, who holds on as the Coyotes' penalty has come to an end. So I mentioned that uh, with Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Gaudreau both reaching the 30-goal plateau tonight, joining Elias Lindholm and Andrew Mangiapane, for the first time in almost three decades, the Flames have four 30-goal getters. The last time it happened was... 1993-1994 when Gary Roberts, Theron Fleury, Robert Reichel, and Joe Neuendyke all scored 30 or more goals. Uh, pretty elite company to be in uh, for Lindholm, Ajapani, Katrak, and Gaudreau. Is it ever. Back loose at the Flames line. Kraus will swing it up the right wing side to Hayden. Dumps it in behind the net. The Branson will grab it and poke it up the near boards. Not out. It's held in by Kessel. Shovels the puck in behind the Flames net. Zadorov grabs it, clears it up the fireboards, not out. Now it pops out to center, and Richie will scoop it up, skate it in, and then dump it in and chase it. Richie and Lewis in there on the forecheck, can't come up with the puck. Lucic comes flying in and hits Kessel, but the Coyotes clear it, and now Shillington's going to shoot the puck back in from center. Kessel being chased by Lucic, and now Kolachonok gets chased by the big man. After doing a lot of skating on that ship, we'll head to the Flames benches. Bucket shot down the ice by Capobianco, and that'll be an icing call on the Coyotes with 2.06 to play in the second period. And the Flames out in front, 3-0. Join the Calgary Hitmen and our friends from the Siksika First Nations this Sunday at 2 for the second annual Every Child Matters game. Honor Indigenous role models experience the Blackfoot culture. They will put on a wonderful show celebration of dance culture purchase tickets for that game on sunday by visiting hitmanhockey.com slash tickets he's off to vimelka's left bit of a scramble drop puck comes free good road chuck with a one-timer beautiful blocker save by vimelka now puck comes back to the right point to tanev with taps to kachuk but capo bianco whacks it away from him and into the flame zone here's shillington Right wing side to Tanev. Head to Goodrow. Crosses the Coyotes line. His stick check by Schmaltz. Clears it out. Goodrow and Schmaltz battle for it. Galchenyuk comes in to pick up the puck. Plays it to Keller. Who stick handles into the flame zone and drops to Schmaltz. But Kachuk, in good defensive position, knocks the puck away from him. And out to center ice. Lindholm back it up to Shillington. Slides it right wing side to Tanev. Tanev trying to spring Lindholm. The puck bounces off the blade of his stick and into the near corner. Lindholm will leave it there for Kachuk. Moves it behind the net to Gaudreau. Gaudreau spins away from Mayo. Steps in front. Gaudreau centers. He had Kachuk on the doorstep. Tried to hit his stick and just missed it. Now Kachuk has it behind the Coyotes net. Moves it near corner to Gaudreau. Gaudreau will play it right point to Anderson. Anderson shoots it behind the Coyotes net. Where Kachuk takes over again. The Coyotes simply can't handle this line. Kachuk thought about trying the Michigan there. Decided against it. Leaves the puck of the far quarter for Lindholm. Plays at left point. Hannafin tries to shot, but it's blocked. And now Galchenyuk will clear it out. But just the setters to the Coyotes can't get a change in. Anderson's backing up into his own zone, so they'll get a partial change in before Anderson skates it across center. Into the Coyotes zone and swings it left wing side. Marshapani centers. Yardcroft the redirect. And he's stopped by Vimelka. I know that Carl Vimelka has given up three goals in the second period. Might be 6 nothing without him. Oh, a centering pass in front, and Coleman can't get his stick on it as the Coyotes will clear it out. Andrew Mangiapane just, he doesn't have a point tonight. He could have three assists easy. Now Carconi, after the puck in the flame zone, picks it up and shoots and scores. 
Michael Carconi with a shot in the middle of the far faceoff circle, and he snaps it right over the left shoulder of Jacob Markstrom into the top quarter of the Flames net. His first career NHL goal or point makes it 3-1. to one. I remember watching him with Vancouver a number of years ago when we used to go to Penticton in September, and always thought there was some skill there. He's having a big year in the American Hockey League with 39 points in 46 games. And the 25-year-old in his fourth game of the season has his first ever NHL goal. I had to, to double-check his stats because uh, I was familiar with the name as well. I had a hard time believing he'd only played in three NHL games in his career, but he's got his first goal or point in his fourth. Here it is. Uh, there it isn't. I missed it. So we'll get to the official on that one in just a minute. As the second period comes to an end, uh, I was starting to wonder if it uh, could be a record-setting night for the Flames' goaltenders. Of course, uh, Jacob Markstrom, one shutout away from tying Mika Kiprasov's franchise record for most shutouts in a season with 10. The Flames, as a group, if you include both uh, Jacob Markstrom and Dan Vladar and uh, everybody else who has chipped into their 11 shutouts this season, one shutout away from establishing a new franchise record for team shutouts in a season with 12, but uh, the Coyotes get a late goal in the second period to and the shutout bid of Jacob Markstrom and the Flames. Michael Carconi scoring an unassisted goal, at least for now, at 1948 to make it a two-goal game going to the third period. It is the Flames three and the Coyotes one. Time for the final frame. Third period play-by-play is on Calgary Flames Radio. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Big second period for Johnny Gaudreau and the Flames. Gaudreau with a goal and two assists. Kachuk with a goal and one assist. Both guys get to 30 goals on the season. Flames built the 3-0 lead before the Coyotes scored with 12 seconds to play in the second period to make it a two-goal game going into the third. It is Calgary 3 and Arizona 1. And Lou, if you're the Coyotes, uh, who played a pretty good first period before playing a pretty bad second period. Uh, that late goal's got to give you at least a little bit of life going to the third, doesn't it? Yeah, a bad turnover by Nikita Zadorov. 12 seconds left. Absolutely it does. They played about as good as they could play in the first. Jacob Markstrom, the reason they didn't have anything to show for it. Flames went to work, but won't be happy with giving up that late goal to Carconi. Well, in this uh, third period, the Flames with their home red jerseys on are moving from right to left on your radios. The Coyotes with their road whites from left to right. The Flames on the attack early as Anderson fires a puck to the net. Tipped by Lindholm, but uh, it goes wide, and the Coyotes will shoot it down the ice. When scoring first, the Flames are 37-4. and When surrendering first, the Coyotes are 8-28-2. And, and when leading through two periods of play, the Flames are 31-1-2. Uh, with that said, that uh, one loss happened this week. Uh, and when trailing following 40 minutes, the Coyotes are 4-28-1. and one. So, statistically speaking, the Flames in great shape heading to the third period. Capoli with a shot. That gets deflected wide of the Coyotes' net. Shillington, and off the left point, slides the puck into the near quarter to Backlund. Who gets uh, wrapped up by Mayo as puck is squirted out in front of the Coyotes' net. And their leading goal scorer and point producer Keller will lift it up in the air and down the ice as the Coyotes start to change. Comes Dubé speeding across center. And he gets stick checked by Kessel. And now Kraus from his knees plays it to the Flames line no further as Shillington slides it left wing side to Toffoli, who chips the puck into the near quarter and chases it. 
One hands it in behind the Coyotes net. Dubé in there on the forecheck. Beat with the puck by Deneen. Who sends it out to center to Kessel. Kessel two goals away from 400 in his NHL career. Turns the puck over. And Gabranson's going to shoot it down the ice. Malcolm will leave it behind the net for Deneen. There's it up the fireboard's not out. Yarn Crook centers Coleman to redirect. It goes off his stick and wide. Now Kessel will leave it in the far corner for Deneen. Who this time does slide the puck out and to the Flames line. Branson will grab it. With a rink wide up the left wing side to Coleman. Shovels it in behind the Coyotes net. Mangiapane and Yarn Croak after it. Yarn Croak will pick it up in the far corner and leave it down low for Coleman. Puck gets batted away from him, but ends it back on Yarn Croak's stick. He drops it. Mangiapane in front. Coleman can't settle it down to shoot. Puck at a left point to Hannafin. Slides it near half board. Yarn Croak shoots. That shot's tipped by Coleman and fought off by Vamelka. And now the puck gets by Hannafin left point. Here come the Coyotes. Two on one. Nick Ritchie and up the right wing side with a backhand shot. Markstrom gets a piece of the puck and knocks it wide. And now it's scooped up by Mangiapane, who's going to race out to the red line with it. It drops to Anderson, who steps up, picks it up, and shoots and misses Vamelka's net. Boy, what a good read there by Rasmus Anderson, who's having a career year. Leads the team in points by defenseman with a career-high 39. Almost had number 40 right there. And Andrew put it in a perfect spot for him to skate on to. He sure did. And now Brett Ritchie will clear the puck out. And getting it with uh, Jay Beagle as the Coyotes get it back in. Puck squirts into the high slot. Two male. It's held up by Ritchie. Tana will chop it up the fireboards and softly down the ice. Good uh, draw with there to steal the curling term as the Flames avoid an icing call. And both teams will change as we approach the three-minute mark of the third period here at Scotiabank Saddledome in Calgary where it's the Flames three and the Coyotes one. And uh, now the Coyotes go offside at the Flames blue line. One member of the F Arizona Coyotes, I almost said Phoenix, that I've been impressed with tonight is 21-year-old Matthias Michelli. You'd think he would be a product of Italy. That is not the case. He is from Finland. Liked what I saw out of him in the 2020 World Junior when he had two goals and three assists for five points. Might be a steal of a fourth-round pick as time goes along. Third pro season, first in North America, but it's been a really good one. Leads the Tucson Roadrunners with 55 points in his first 42 career AHL games. Here's Gaudreau to Hannafin with a backhand. It's uh, sticked aside by Vimalka. And he's got one goal, four assists, and five points in his first 11 career NHL games. So a good start to his North American career. Yeah, I like him. Here's Gaudreau twisting and turning. He slides it behind the net to Kachuk. Puck hops away from him. Kachuk trying to get it back from Deneen. Digging forward and behind the Coyotes net. Puck comes free and is thrown up the near boards by Strollman. Not out. Gaudreau's able to hold it in. Plays it behind the net to Kachuk. Kachuk centers. Backland steps in and can't get a shot off. But we do have a penalty call coming up. Here's Gaudreau dangling in. Markstrom goes to the Flames bench. They get an extra attacker on the ice. But uh, Keller's going to pick Gaudreau's pocket. And a puck battle between the top two point producers on these teams. And the Flames are going to head back to the power play with an opportunity to take their second three-goal lead of the game. They are one for three on the power play and have looked dangerous tonight. Well, if things continue the way they've been, Patty's not going to have a hard time with star number one tonight. No. Johnny Gaudreau has just been at a level. Even on that play, he co comes back defensively, four checks, 
been around it all night. Three points. He's drawn a couple of penalties. Can't really ask for much more. Flames win the faceoff. Back to the right point. Here's Hannafin. He slides in near boards to Dubé. He steps in. Dubé shoots. And Vimelka fights that shot off. Puck will bounce up the fire boards to Backlund. Backlund will slide it back to the blue line to Hannafin. Returns the puck to Backlund. Moves it behind the Coyotes' net. Mangiapane will bat it up the fire boards to Backlund. He steps to the top of the circle and shoots. That shot goes off of Mayo into flex wide. And now Mayo and Mangiapane get into it. A little bread and Mayo there as Krause will pick the puck up and skate it down the ice. Krause centers it. And he had a man in Hayden heading towards the net but couldn't get him the puck. Flames try to break back the other way, but Yarncroke's pass misses Mangiapane, and that turns into an icing call. What a good effort by Dylan Dubé to bust his tail back on what was a shorthanded two-on-one to just pester Barrett Hayton enough to make sure he didn't get an opportunity. That's a play that will not go unnoticed by the coaching staff. Minute 21 remaining in the Kessel pedaling. As Backlund wins a defensive zone draw versus Beagle. Hannafin walks out from behind his net as the Flames switch from their second unit to their first unit. He'll skate it across center and then bump it back to Toffoli. Slides the left wing side to Goudreau. He's got three points tonight. Goudreau will swing the puck back to the right point to Kachuk. He plays it far quarter to Toffoli. And he'll run it around to the left point to Goudreau again. Goudreau. To receive to Kachuk with a one-timer kicked away by Vamelka. What a pass by Johnny Gaudreau. Rink wide to Matthew Kachuk, who almost one-timed it in. Here comes Anderson in now. Anderson scores! Roll the highlight reel. Rasmus Anderson strolls right down Main Street makes a beautiful backhand to forehand move and buries it and makes it four to one flames. Not a little reminiscent of a <laughs> gentleman in Boston who used to wear number four. <laughs> Split through the defense, made a great lateral cut, little backhand to forehand deke. Thank you kindly. <laughs> his prettiest goal maybe of his career fourth of the season and it's four to one and then he went flying through the air yeah. number four did yeah for rasmus anderson unassisted power play goal at 521 is there a more iconic photo in hockey history nope. than uh, the photo of bobby air flying through the air after scoring the stanley cup winning goal i don't think so 1970 the year against the st louis blues uh no not for me, anyway. So that Rasmus Anderson goal, not quite as big as that uh, Bobby R. goal. <laughs> no, not uh, <laughs> not even in the same wavelength, but it was pretty. Yeah, it certainly was. And uh, that is point number 40 for Rasmus Anderson. It's funny, I was listening to the Jeff Merrick and Elliot Friedman uh, conversation uh, on my way into the rink today, as I do every day. And Jeff was talking about the top four or five defense pairings in the National Hockey League this season. And he mentioned the pairing of Noah Hannafin and Rasmus Anderson a couple of times. That's how they're thought of around the league as an elite pairing, as they should be. And then you and I had a great conversation with Daryl Sutter about it this morning. And he said, there isn't a better young pairing in the NHL right now than Hannafin and Anderson. 
Well, and Daryl also talked in that conversation about how much more advanced they are than three years ago when they played the Colorado Avalanche oh, yeah. in the playoffs. Here's Jaron Croak looking for his first goal as a flame. He plays the puck to Coleman, who has it whacked away by Mayo. Coyotes will back off the change, and the Flames will follow suit. We are six and a half minutes into the third period at Scotiabank, Saddledome, and Calgary. Truth be told, the first period was uh, a bit of a dud, especially for the Flames. These two teams scoreless through 20 minutes tonight, but the Flames looked like a completely different team in the second period and opened up a 3-0 lead before the Coyotes scored late to make it 3-1, but the Flames right back on it in the third. Now a 4-1 lead. Here's Backlund in front to Foley, a one-timer kicked away by Vamelka. If not for Carol Vomelka, this might be a six or seven goal game. He's given up four, but he's been really good tonight. Yeah, the Flames only have 25 shots, but they've had a lot of great A's in this contest. Ozadorov with a stiff body check on Deneen in the near quarter. It's been a tough night for young Deneen as he had to leave the hockey game in the first period after taking a hit to the head from Lewis. Thankfully, he's all right. Puck bounces by Anderson right point. He'll chase it out to center. He loses his footing and the puck. Ritchie finds it. Nick Ritchie trying to feed it out in front. And Erickson making a beeline to the net and couldn't get him the puck. And the Flames will bank it off the far boards and down the ice. Here comes Capo Bianco across the red line. He'll bounce it off Gaudreau's stick and deep into the flame zone. Madison being chased by Hayden. Will backhand it up the far boards to Kachuk, who whiffs on his clear out attempt. Puck ends up in behind the Flames net. Anderson battling for it there. Able to get away from the forechecking Nick Ritchie. And now Kachuk makes a good outlet pass to the front of the net to Hannafin, who will leave the puck near side for Goudreau, who winds up, crosses his blue line. And now the red line. And now the Coyotes line and drops. Kachuk shoots off the mask of Vimelka. And the puck will ricochet back to the right point. Tanev can't keep it in. And the Flames end up going offside. We'll take a timeout with 11.47 to play in period at number three. It has been a big night for Johnny Hockey. Gaudreau with his 30th goal of the season and the 200th of his NHL career. And he's got a couple of assists as well. It is the Flames 4 and the Coyotes 1. And this is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Home and away every game all season. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Following this game, we'll pick one of Jacob Markstrom saves. Shane Holmes save of the game time. All those saves allow Shane Holmes to donate to Kidsport Calgary. Visit shaneholmes.com. The better way to build in a 4-1 third period Calgary advantage. Flames are the only Pacific Division team playing on this Friday night. So they have an opportunity to pad their lead atop the Pacific Division. Right now they're five points ahead of the Kings and seven points ahead of the team they'll play tomorrow night. The third place Oilers. Boy, I can't wait for round four of this season's Battle of Alberta. Big game for both teams. Indeed. Here comes Richie. And up the right wing side, protecting the puck from Capo Bianco. Lug it in behind the net. Leave it there for Lewis. Lewis feeds it in front, but his pass is whacked away by Krause, who can't clear. Good Branson with a blast from the right point that misses Vamelka's net. And now Kessel lifts it up in the air and out. Krause ragging the puck as the Coyotes make a change. We'll leave it behind for Mayo. Gets to the Flames line and dumps it in, and then gets bumped out of the ice by Zadorov. And now Goodbranson gets hit a little late by Galchenyuk. <laughs> isn't very happy. That's not a guy that I want to 
leave unhappy. Eric and Branson in the game earlier in the week or on the weekend took a high stick in the mouth and then bit a massive hole in his tongue which didn't allow him to eat or drink properly for about 48 hours. I actually requested him for a one-on-one -on -one interview for one of our pregame shows and they're like, uh, yeah, he uh, bit his tongue in half last night so he really can't talk to you. Oh. Like, oh, it just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Me too. What a tough guy though. <laughs> Here comes Schmaltz in up the right wing side. Nick Schmaltz has been on a real hot streak. He had one goal in his first 17 games. He's got 18 in his last 28. It's a shot from the right point for Mayo. It deflects wide of the Flames net. Buckle bounce up the fireboards. Anderson collides with Galchenyuk as the puck bounces behind the net. Schmaltz tries to center it to Keller. Actually, Keller tries to center it to Schmaltz, but misses. Here's Majapani in trying to center. Puck goes behind Coleman, though, and now. Backlund gets in there on the forecheck for the Flames. Boy, that line has been all around it. Talking about Yarn Croke, Mangiapane has made four or five great plays. Hard to believe they don't have one tonight. The puck is not cooperating with them in this hockey game. That's okay. Save it for tomorrow. Yep. Here's to Foley. Back to Gabranson. Up the middle, but his pass deflects away from Backlund. Now Stroman will slide it up the left wing side to Deneen. Moves it into the flame zone. Gabranson able to win a battle with Beagle, the Calgary native. Get the puck to Defoli. You can't clear it out. Stroman holds it in left point for the Coyotes. And then goes tumbling down to the ice. Zadorov takes it away from Carconi. He's got the only Coyotes goal in this game. Puck will pop into the far corner. And now it bounces up into the air. Gabranson will glove it down and pitchfork it up the near boards. Dubé can't clear it. Neither can Zadorov. Vaselli will leave it in the near quarter. And now Hayden falls as he tries to get to the puck. Zadorov will scoop it up and skate it out. And from the Coyotes' blue line, dump it in as the Flames want to make a change. With 11 minutes gone in the third period. And out in front of the Coyotes. 4-1 to one here at Scotiabank Saddle in Calgary on this Friday night. Here's Tanev ahead to Gaudreau. Puck bounces away from him. Johnny Gaudreau heating up. As far as goal scoring goes, he's got 10 goals in his last 12 games. Here's Lindholm, left wing side to Kachuk. Moves it up the middle, Tanev joins the rush and shoots the puck in from center. Kachuk will pick it up in the near quarter, throw it towards the net. Ends up skipping into the far quarter, Goodrow centers. Lindholm shoots, and Vamelka makes a good glove save. Excellent glove save, preventing Elias Lindholm from scoring his second of the game. Shots on goal are 28-14. Which means since the first period, the Coyotes have four. And uh, the Flames are certainly in control of this hockey game. Now the Coyotes with four shots since the first period. And the Flames with 23 shots since the first period. So... Uh, what was uh, a tie hockey game through 20 minutes uh, certainly isn't anymore. 8.23 to play in period number three here at Scotiabank Saddledome in Calgary. It is the Flames four and the Coyotes one. Back with more of the third period. And Pat will have a look at the Riverside Golf Center out of town scoreboard as well. This is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. The Calgary Flames play here. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Flames Energy Board. It is Calgary 4 and Arizona 1. We'll get to a look at the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard. Next stoppage in play. 
They put an offensive zone draw. Here's Hannafin. Pick and row. Knocks it behind the net to Lindholm. He turns into the far corner. Gets pushed off the puck by Gelchenyuk. And Augustus Bear. Slide a right wing side to Schultz. And he'll shoot it in behind the Flames net. Markstrom out to get it. Gives it to Hannafin. Can't clear it out. Keller will pick it up in the near corner. Knock it down. Loschmaltz centers it in front, but pass gets intercepted. Here comes Gaudreau to center. Moves it up the middle of the Lindholm. Drops Gaudreau. Steps in. Centers. Anderson scores! I don't know about this one. It looked like Rasmus Anderson gloved the puck into the Coyotes' net. If the goal stands, It'll be his second of the game and make it five to one Flames. I don't think this review is going to last very long. And Rasmus tried to sell that it went off the shaft of his stick. Good try. Off the post and then off his left yeah. glove and in. This one shouldn't take long. No, it sure shouldn't. But it was ruled a good goal on the ice, so we'll have to overturn it. Get your timer out. Uh, the Flames and the Oilers tomorrow night. Don't miss it. Fourth and final Battle of Alberta regular season style. Mr. Fireplace, Flames warm up at 7, and then we'll have the action right from here. The Peter Bar Radio broadcast booth sponsored by South Point Toyota. Puck drop about 810. All right, here's the uh, ruling. We have no goal on the play. The puck is knocked into the net by the hand. No goal. He should have tried to hip check it in or something. It's hard to think about that is that quickly. <laughs> Although you could tell he was thinking, oh, I don't want to touch this with my hand. Maybe it'll just go in on its own. But I know what he was thinking. How did I miss that net? But he got some help from the uh, Coyote defender who helped it off the post. Lucic back to the blue line. Schillingpool, the slap shot that deflects over top of the net and over the glass and out of play with 7.33 left in the third period. And the Flames out in front 4-1 in this game. And now for a look at what's happening elsewhere on the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard. Here's Pat Steinberg. Just one other game going on right now. Midway through the third, Avalanche lead the Flyers by a 5-3 score. Everything else is final. Jets beat the Blue Jackets 4-3 in overtime. Rangers 5-1 win over Pittsburgh. And Washington slips by Buffalo 4-3 in a shootout. Shillington trying another shot. That one gets blocked by Carconi. Flames will get the puck in behind the Coyotes' net where it's picked up by Strawman. Can't clear it out. Lucic steals it from him. Lucic loses it. Carconi finds it and clears it out to center. And from there, it's fired in by Maselli. Shillington will slide it back out to center. Lucic runs it in at the left wing side. Has a stick tied up by Beagle, who steals the puck from him. And now Maselli will bring it across the Flames blue line. But Zadorov cuts him off and steals it. And then shrugs him off as he tries to get it back. And the big defenseman will clear the puck into the Coyote zone. They gave him a one-handed toss. A little stiff arm to steal a football term. And at the left wing side, Erickson trying to bust to the net. Gets angled off by Gabranson. Erickson gets the puck back, spins, slides it in behind the Flames net. Bounces by Hayton and up the near boards. And is held in by Capobianco. Slides it down low to Hayton. Zadorov has lost a stick. Erickson finds the puck and plays it right point. Capobianco with a shot. Knocked down by Majapati and now Yarncroak lifts it up in the air and down the ice. And Majapati will catch up to the puck in the near corner. And Played into the far corner over to Coleman. He centers it. Yarncroak shoots. And a nice left pad kick save by Vamelka. 
Now Coleman picks it up in the far quarter and gets knocked down to his knees by Nick Ritchie as the Coyotes will clear it out. And now it's flipped in by Puliachanak and got a stoppage in play with 6.04 now remaining in the third period. Flames are shooting the Coyotes by more than a 2-1 ratio, 31-14. And the Flames on goals by Matthew Kachuk, his 30th. Elias Lindholm, his 32nd. Johnny Gaudreau, his 30th. And Rasmus Anderson, his 4th. Lead the Coyotes 4-1. Michael Carcone. Uh, congratulations to him. He's got his first goal and point in the NHL tonight. The fans are doing the wave at the Dome now. Happy group. Making lots of noise. Boy, it's going to be loud in here tomorrow night. The fourth and final round of this season's Battle of Alberta. Flames versus Oilers on Hockey Night in Canada. Coast to coast at 8 p.m. Gavichenyuk trying a shot. Off a stick and wide to the far corner. Anderson will pick the puck up. And move it up the middle of the ice to back him. Crosses the red line. And softly slides it into the near quarter. And Dubé will go racing in after it. Back to get it is Goss to spare. Moves it to Galchenyuk. He slides it right wing side. Schmaltz lays it rink wide to Keller. Spins away from Backlund and drops. Boyd steps in and shoots. And that shot bounces off of his own man Schmaltz in front. And now Defoli tries to spring Gaudreau. But what a play by Strawman. Steals it. Gaudreau steals it and shoots. But the whistle sounds. And they're saying the Flames were offside on the play. They were. Johnny didn't like it. But Strawman got back defensively just enough to force the whole play offside. And we'll take a break with 5.09 to play in the third period here at Scotiabank Saddledome. Flames coming off of a tough one. Uh, I think it's uh, safe to say. 4-3 loss to the Sharks on Tuesday night. They haven't lost consecutive games since their season-long four-game losing streak from, get this, January 4th to 13th. <laughs> it's been more than two months and I think it's safe to say the Flames aren't going to lose consecutive games this week as they lead the Coyotes 4-1. to one. Back to finish off this hockey game in just a moment. This is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Home for your Calgary Flames and the NHL. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. From Boomer in the Morning, Flames Talk, the Jeff Merrick Show, the big show, sometimes soccer shows. More Flames Talk. Catch it all right here on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. And if you don't get it live, you can listen by podcast version. We have all of it for you on your favorite podcast platforms. Google, Apple, Spotify, whatever works for you. We've got it. A little bit less than five minutes to play in the third period. It is the Flames four and the Coyotes one. As the Flames try to pad their lead atop the Pacific Division. They're currently five points ahead of the Kings with a couple of games in hand. Trying to make it seven with one in hand after tonight. Here's Tanev, right wing side to Shillington. Moves it up the middle to Goodrow. He's got three points. Stick handles in. Tries to get the puck to Richie, but it bounces off of his leg. And now Capobianco will move it up the right wing side. And sent out to center by Stroman. Coyotes look at it in deep. Markstrom wanders out of his deck, clears it up the near boards. Lucic will back it up to Zadorov, who makes a hard pass to Lewis, who clears the puck out to center. Maselli will back it up into his own territory. Strollman has to play it right wing side to Nate. Going to 
bounces back into the Coyote zone. Julio Chana will shoot it in from there. Coyotes will make a change. Flames trying to catch them on it. Lucic speeds it up the left wing side. Spins to wait for some reinforcements. Tries to center the puck, but his pass is intercepted by Erickson. And the Coyotes will slide the puck down the ice. Anderson passes it up the near boards to Coleman. Slips the puck out to center. Goss to spare. Makes a behind-the-back pass intended for Nick Ritchie that's knocked away by Mangiapane. And here he comes across the red line, and now the Coyotes' blue line. They'll chip and chase and run Gostaspierre heavily into the end boards. A bounces back to the left point, Hannafin. Able to hold it in at the line, at least for a moment. But now Erickson picks it up and slaps it down the ice. And that'll be an icing call on the Coyotes with 2.59 to play in the third period. Coming to you from the Peter Marr Radio Broadcast booth, sponsored by South Point Toyota. It's time to Toyota under the Toyota Tower of Power. Pre-order from over 500 incoming new Toyotas. And we'll secure your new vehicle ASAP with zero down and zero payments until August 2022 OAC. Only at South Point Toyota. Ackerman's an offensive zone draw left point to Shillington. Slides it across to Tanev. Tries a shot and has it blocked by Ritchie. And out to Foley will take over and slip it up the left wing side to Backlund. Winds and fires a slap pass looking for Toffoli, but he misses him. Tanev will hold it in. Played into the high slot to Backlund. Turns up the fireboards and has the puck. Knocked off of the stick by Strollman, who gives it to Keller. He'll leave it behind for Strollman. Backlund and Toffoli all over him on the forecheck. Puck's third to the blue line, but not out. Dubé holds it in and skips it towards the net. And ends up sliding into the far corner. Backlund and Strollman get all tangled up there as Galchenyuk will grab it, bank it off the near boards and down the ice. Both teams will change with 2.15 to play in the third period. Here comes Branson to the red line. He'll shoot the puck in from there. Kachuk. Got two points tonight. On it in the near quarter. Gets taken down by Strawman and by the referee. <laughs> Kachuk's not happy as he gets back to his feet. And the Coyotes will clear it out. And now Deneen brings it in and drops it off. Here's Schmaltz in front. And now they score. Vladislav Kolachonok with a slap shot that beats Jacob Markstrom for his first career NHL goal. And the Coyotes cut the Flames' lead to 4-2. And uh, the youngster, who's just 20 years old, from Belarus, a former second-round pick of the Florida Panthers, made no mistake from the high slot. He absolutely drilled it glove-side high. When you score your first, a lot of times it's not the prettiest goal. That one was pretty nice. So the Coyotes have tallied twice tonight. And uh, milestone goals for the two guys who scored. Here's the latest. Vladislav Konyuchanak. His first NHL goal, assistant number eight, Nick Schmaltz at 18.07. And so Michael Carconi with his first career NHL goal or point, And Vladislav Puliachonak with his first career NHL goal. And we got a 4-2 hockey game with a minute 25 left. The Coyotes have pulled their goaltender and put an extra attacker on the ice trying to make this a one-goal game again. Got the puck of the flame zone. Capu Bianco with a shot stopped by Markstrom. And now Lewis will pick it up. Turning behind his net. And flip the puck out to center. Krause hits Richie and doesn't let him get to it. And now Krause will turn back into the Coyotes zone as both teams change. He slides it up the near boards. But it's stolen. Now Coleman shoots off the goal post. Blake Coleman, who's had zero puck luck tonight with a 
shot from about 150 feet and he hits the outside of the near goal post and uh, we've got a stoppage in play. Let's Arizona have about 23 guys out there. Well, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, that's too many skaters, Lou. <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> How many goaltenders did they pull? I'm not sure that's going to be the call, though. <laughs> Illegal substitution, maybe? maybe. No, no, because no, he was out for a long time before that. No, Face-offs in the flame zone. I'm not sure what happened there. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But if it is, so they're going to have to put some time back on the clock. Oh, 52.4 seconds left. The Coyotes net is empty. And we've got a face-off to the left of Flames goaltender. Coyotes win it. But the puck comes across the blue line, and Gostaspair will have to chase it back to his blue line. He'll leave it for Strowman. It returns the puck to Gostaspair. Spins away from the forechecking Coleman and Mangiapane. And now walks with middle and works it up the right wing side to Kessel. Shovels towards the Flames net, but it's off Tanev's stick and wide to the near quarter where Coleman corrals it. Lifts it up in the air off of Gostaspair's stick and down the ice. And not enough on that for, well, it wasn't icing, but they're saying that uh, the puck was knocked stick. down with a high stick, which actually worked out pretty well for the Coyotes because otherwise uh, four seconds would have come off the clock. The problem is you have to have a face-off now deep in your own zone. So it actually, with 25.2 yeah. seconds, it works out pretty good for the Flames as opposed to a, another face-off back in their end of the rink. Yeah, good point. And they also have to put Vimelka back in the net. Well, the face-off to his left. Backlund wins it. The blue line to Hannafin, who slaps a pass to Dubé, who shoots, and Vimelka kicks the puck into the far corner. Dubé backhands it. Up the near side, two to Foley. With down 15 seconds to go, he's going to back it up to center. Hannafin reverses the puck to Hannafin, who banks it off the board. It's off the stick of Dubé and deep into the Coyote zone. And the fans start to rise to their feet. And the sea of red rises here at Scotiabank Saddledome. On a big night for Johnny Gaudreau, who scores his 30th goal of the season and the 200th of his NHL career, and adds a couple of assists. The Flames double up the Coyotes by a final score of 4-2.